This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Very well done, Marco Belletti. Did Brad Heller quit? This is what I'm wondering. All right, here we are in New York City with the Eddie Scazzeri. It's the warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. This man lives down the Jersey Shore. His name is Albert. We call him Al Christian Dukes. What's up, Al? Good morning, Jerry. Had a lot of, like, uh, the ride in today was a lot of, like, mini mini slowdowns where I wasn't, like, stopped. You went through Staten Island? Went through Sta- the, the parkway, had a mini slowdown, Staten Island, mini slowdown, the BQE, I think that's in Brooklyn, mini slowdown. Well, I mean, it is the Brooklyn Queens Expressway. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't know that for the longest time. I was like, <laughs> no idea what that. Just means. wondered what it meant. Yeah, just yeah, just thought it was like uh, named after an old president or something. I had a ride in that I wish you were in the car for today, because I get to the ramp to go to the Outer Bridge Crossing, close, detour, mm-hmm. wonderful. So that takes me up. Basically, they wanted to take me to the Outer Bridge Crossing. I was not taking the Outer Bridge Crossing because I'm not not the Outer Bridge, the Gothels. Cost it's stupid. I mean, we're getting to a point where it, it costs can cost forty dollars to come to work. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try. I'm going to try the Lincoln Tunnel. Oh, you did the Lincoln Tunnel up and then down. Yes, except I did the whole Route Nine thing, and then I thought there was like one road that led to the Lincoln Tunnel when you get to the Holland, and it says closed. No, no, we went through side roads. I had a uh, nice lady that was trying to knock on my window for a ride when I got to a traffic light that would up. not turn green. I did not pick her up. Instead, I went through a red light, and there was a camera that flashed as so I went through the red light. So you'll be getting a ticket I will that. expect a ticket in the next couple of weeks. Then there was a guy. I think I was in Hoboken. I'm not sure. Then there was a guy riding a city bike with a backpack and a sleeping bag attached to him that decided to stop right in front of my car and was just peering in. Didn't do anything. Yeah. He just looked. curious about you. Stopped and then kept going. And all I could think of was, God, if Al was in this car right now, this I'd would be, be perfect. Well, or that. Scared to death. What uh, a pain. It is funny. Both in New York City and New Jersey, there are signs for the Holland Tunnel and Lincoln Tunnel together with, like, the same sure. arrow as if they're right next to each other. <laughs> and they're not. Like, it's like, uh, turn left here for Lincoln Tunnel slash Holland Tunnel. And like, then when oh. you get there, make your decision. Right. Not so that's, much. That's what it seems like. Oh, what a mess. Jerry, we've us. we've got a big NFL draft tonight. I am so pumped, Jerry, for the draft. Are you really? <laughs> not really. I don't think I'll put. I, I'm not going to put it because we know who the we know who the Jets are taking. Yeah. And by the time we get to the Giants, we don't even know any of the players. I anymore. think we. That's not true. I think we have intrigue at three with who the Niners will 49ers. take, which quarterback who they'll take. 
I think there's intrigue at four with the Falcons. Will they trade the pick or won't they? I saw that the Patriots want that pick to get Justin Fields. And maybe they'll make a move. I mean, we'll see. So there's a couple of things to be interested in. But listen, I'm I'm out. I'm going to watch the Nets tonight. I am not watching the NFL draft. I'm only interested in quarterbacks being drafted. That's it. I'm I'm very interested in Patrick Sertain. That's what I want the Cowboys to get. Who is it? His dad played. You remember that name? Patrick Sertain. Yeah. I do remember the name, but so I don't So his remember son what is coming out. And he's yeah. a uh he's defensive back. Is that right? And he's very highly rated. That's who I'd like the Cowboys to get. We'll see. Then there's J I was a JC Horner's name. There's a couple of names that you know. Uh you know Penny Sewell. I would like to think you've heard that name. Penny Sewell. Over the last six months. <laughs> very excited to I'll see just where he gave- goes. For anybody driving around, because for whatever reason, we're not on CBS Sports Network. Um, Al just gave the shake the head as if to say yes, and then about after four nods, then went left to right and yeah. said no. 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 Anyway, there are some names other than quarterbacks All to right. watch for, but it's not enough for me to watch the draft. Not That's interested. quarterback. Yeah, not interested. Uh, and do we have uh, no Mets game tonight? Thankfully, so we can't. They can't bore us to death. They again. cannot bore us to death. How does that um, have Jacob Degrom not pitching against aces go when you it's, have an offense that can't hit? It's not working, Jerry. No, it doesn't work. He's given up. So he's gone now five starts. How many earned? And he's got two losses now. How many earned runs do you think Jacob Degrom has given up in the last two starts? In five games. In, in five, five starts. Game. Yeah, four. He's given up two earned runs. He's got two losses. Yeah, see, I decided last night after they lost one nothing with Jacob DeGrom on the mound that if I'm Jacob DeGrom, I don't even care if we win or lose. Like, I'm just out there for myself and my ERA. I think you have to be out there just focused on every batter, and that's it. And, and there's sh- nothing else you can do. And strikeouts. I saw he broke some sort of, or he tied Nolan the Ryan. Nolan Ryan record of yep. 59 strikeouts in his first five games. Right. He had nine strikeouts. You know what was amazing was watching the game was you got Ron, Keith, Gary talking about, you know, how great he's been and yet how much of a struggle last night was for him. He gave up one run on three hits, and it was a struggle because he had a couple of three-ball counts. I mean, my God, that's how good he is. What was funny is when he gave up the run, I was like, come on, man. (laughs) Mets lost. What are you doing? Oh, man. Did you – how about – this is actually funny. So you look at the Met lineup. You know, without looking, you haven't know how many times they struck out last night? 12. 15 times. Now, the Red Sox struck out 15 times, too, but they scored a run and won the game. 15 strikeouts, three measly hits. That's or no, two good. hits. I think it was two hits. That's it. It's all. I mean, it's boring. And prior to the game yesterday, Luis Rojas was on with Carton and Roberts, which is his becoming a more and more of an awkward. And it's going to get uncomfortable. It is already uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable in my living room listening to it through a speaker. Could you do that interview right now? For real? No. What do you mean if I was Luis Rojas or if I was? No, Carl? if no, you were, if we had Luis Rojas at five oh five every Thursday morning. No, it's it's uh, it's. Because there's some tough strange. questions to ask. Yeah, and he is not as because he hasn't been doing it long. Sure, he's not as smooth as like the Aaron Boone one is uncomfortable to listen to as well. But Aaron Boone is is smoother with the media because he's done this long. He's had a lot of tough questions to deal with. And I think he did. I don't think it was uh, Aaron Boone. He was calling into Mike when Mike was still yeah. here, I think, yeah, yeah. right? Then Joe and, and Joe Evan, and Evan. now Carton and Roberts. So he's been through this enough times where he knows. This. The Luis Rojas ones are so awkward, and 
you can hear him trying to think of what to say that's not going to be taken the wrong way because sure. of how everything gets put under a microscope. And then yesterday they walked him into him saying that the uh, Mets hitters get anxiety with runners in scoring position. I believe it because it's become such a big story now because they don't hit with runners. In, they In the first inning, they had three shots with a guy at second base. But I wonder, like, oh, does, for three. does he hang up the phone and go, oh, I can't believe I just said the Mets hitters get anxiety. I think he hangs up. The, I think he hangs up the phone and he and he and he turns to his PR guy and he says, they are paying me for this, right? How do I get out of oh, this? You, you don't here, win. Yeah, I that's how you get out of it. Just win, baby. Just I would, win. I would never. I mean, maybe they have to do these interviews as part of their contracts. They get paid. I would, I would not sign up for that. I just wouldn't. It's just it's uncomfortable. And we're still in April. But, but here's the thing about Luis Rojas. He's not making $4 million a year, $5 million a year as the Met manager. If I had to guess, yeah. and I, I, I don't know what he makes, 800000 a year? What do you think they pay him to come on here? I don't know. Me Great neither. question. Well, Eddie, you've been here a long time. Is that worth a couple hundred thousand dollars? No way. For a full season to no come on chance. every week? Not Luis Rojas. Maybe Joe Girardi by the time he was, uh, you know, many years in. All right, in. so let's say $100,000. No, I don't even think it's that. Oh, no, I do. I think there is. has to right. be. Getting that money from where? Well, the Luis Rojas report is brought to you by someone oh. every week. My point is he's not making a fortune. Yeah. So it's. I think it's worth it. And at the end of the day, it's 20 minutes. Just be careful with what you say and hope the team wins. <laughs> I would love to see a Mets video put together where they they follow him around leading up to his phone call like after a bad week and then he's got to like as he's picking up the phone going ah oh. that would actually be uh entertaining and i would then agree he's with like that. tries to get himself pumped up for the phone call yeah i hear you yeah it's tough that's a that it's an interesting listen though i'm not i'm one for i'm not interested in guests for the most part but with the Mets not doing well, the Yankees not doing well, those manager reports on Carton and Roberts, I'm I'm tuned in for those because they're be- so awkward. Yeah, I, I I totally get it. I'm trying to find. I cannot find his his numbers for what he's actually making. But he's a young guy, right? And you know what? You keep in mind too. You think and you would figure the team's going to be better than they are. They're not, that's why I said yesterday. When Boomer kept going, well, you know, they're in first place. Whatever, they're nine and nine. Well, guess what? They're not in first place anymore. They're nine and ten going the wrong way, and they can't hit. It's a problem. Yeah, Boomer was smart when he was a player, and he would do those call-ins. He said instead of doing the call-ins on a Monday or Tuesday, you do the call-in Friday. Well, this is baseball. When do you want to do it? Right, them? that's what I mean. In baseball, there's nowhere to hide. There's there not is a, nowhere to go. There's not a point in the season where you or a point in the week. There's not because you could say, "All right, let's do Monday." All right, you're recapping the weekend. Let's do Friday. Well, you probably played Thursday. Right. I mean, it's really difficult. I guess you could look at the schedule and find the most, the day that's got the most um, uh, days, the most days off. Right. And then follow that and hope there's not a lot of makeup games. Correct. So you do one interview a year after the All Star break. Yeah. You do before the second half. Yeah, that's not going to pay a hundred thousand dollars. You do a uh, right before the season. Right after the oh, season. Oh, the before the season one is always oh, awesome. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's, 
the pitching looks incredible. Looks like you've got you've got. Is it safe? Is it safe to say you have too much pitching? <laughs> that goes on every year. Yeah, You're right. So uh, yeah, it's fun times. So today you got a Yankee Day game at one o'clock. Yes, I like that. You have no Met game, and then you have the NFL draft, and you have the Nets and Pacers, and Nets Pacers at seven. At seven. Yes, I will be locked into that. You will be. Yeah, I will be. Nets Pacers. Yes. Any sol- any stars playing in that game for the Nets? Uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Oh, they'll both be in there. Well, they have been the last couple games, yes, if you're paying attention. I have any news reports. <laughs> I normally only see news reports when they don't show up. Do you, all kidding aside, when I yeah. go on and I start playing clips, how much of that do, would you say you listen to? Uh, the ones that are funny, like when, you, when you're going to do But how do you stuff. know when that's going to happen? I normally could tell by the setup. If you go, oh, Nets uh, won yesterday, and then I know just a Nets clip is coming. But if you'd be like... Uh, last night on the Steve Summer show, I'd be like, ooh, oh, something okay. terrible happened. So you're not interested in the games and the results and that no, stuff? No, I'm very interested. No, yeah. you're not, because you actually usually ask me questions that I just said. <laughs> like, you just asked when Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are going to play again together. Yeah, that's tonight. <laughs> or right, and two Against nights ago. the Pacers, Jerry. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Stupid. Hey, did Bryce Harper get hit in the face last night? With I actually thought you were going to lead with this. Not only did he get hit in the face. Video. He's fine. Yes, 97 that... mile an hour fastball. And when you watch, so two things last night happened. All right. You had, were you, I'll, I'm going to ask it anyway, was even I though I've probably in? learned of my lesson. Was. Did you actually watch the Met game last night? The Mets? Yeah, the Mets, the team at City Field. Yeah, DeGrom. Uh, All right. So did you see the hit. home plate umpire get hit? I did not see that. Okay. I must have been getting a so you... snack. <laughs> <laughs> you were getting a snack. I was getting a snack at that <laughs> Your moment. Your 19th Pretzels. snack of the day. Yep. The home plate umpire, uh, there was a foul ball off, Lin- I think it was Lindor, yeah, it was Lindor's bat, uh, that goes over Vasquez and hits the home plate umpire right in the face in the mask. And it was amazing what happened because he gets hit in the face and starts to stumble as if he is going to fall backwards. And Christian Vasquez... Somehow he realized it, like all in real time. It was pretty quick in slow motion. You're like, wow, what a nice play. When you see it happen, though, his reaction to turn and with his right arm just grab the umpire before he fell, he was really woozy. So you got Vasquez and Lindor holding the umpire up for the trainer to come out to make sure that he's not going to pass out, basically. And then he was done for the game. They had a there was actually an umpire delay of ten minutes, so they had to get they played with only three umps the rest of the way. So the whoever, the second base umpire could go put the gear on. So he's woozy, gets knocked out of the game, and he's got a mask on. And Bryce Harper, if you watch the slow motion video of it, not only gets hit in the face, it looks like it destroys his nose, the ball, like the compression of the ball. It was unbelievable. And then an hour later, he's on Instagram. What's up, guys? I'm good. Yeah, all good. How? I don't know. I would have tweeted right to... Uh, and Aaron Judge can't play because of lower body stuff. Well, he's sore, Jerry. God, it yeah. is unbelievable. I got to look on the MLB app. They don't have the highlight of the... Uh, Just Bryce Google Harper. it. It'll come gonna, right well, up. I'm going to put it up right on Twitter, Jerry, because Twitter does a great job of that. I'm just going to type in Bryce. It is really incredible Harper. that he's fine. And if you think about Giancarlo Stanton Giancarlo. broke, had his jaw wired shut for how long when yeah. he got hit in the face. And a Harper... Like, literally turns into the ball. It really is incredible that he's okay. Ooh, yeah, I, I just, can see by your facial expression. I just expression. watched it, Jerry. Yeah. Knocked his helmet off. 
Yeah, and do you see? Because the other thing I was wondering too, and I guess I'm still not sure. He's got the the jaw guard that he puts on his helmet. I'm thinking, ah, oh, maybe it hit the jaw guard and he's okay. The one shot I saw, it is flush into the nose. Yeah, well, his nose is beat red. Yeah, because he took a fastball 97 miles an hour off it. That must have just hit in the in a weird way that it didn't smash his whole face and. No, oh, he was fine. He's actually off of his, off of both his feet at one point in yeah. the slow motion. Yeah. Damn. Really incredible that he's okay. And so they sent him for a CT scan. I guess he got x-rays. And then he posted on Instagram a video. Guys, what's up? I'm good. Then the pitcher hit another dude. Yeah, well. Right in the back. He's probably shaking this pitcher. I would, I would think so. And you know how you can watch his reaction when he hits Harper. Yeah. Because the pitch to Harper, as bad as it is, I mean... I don't find you don't get the sense he was thrown at him. It's just a little high and tight, Jerry. Oh, that's high you and tight. Keep all right. those hitters off the plane, man. Well, that you know, and you know, it's incredible. Yeah. And this is the mindset of the athlete, Bryce Harper. If not, I don't know when they play again today. If not today, tomorrow. Thursday's a weird day. If they, if it's the Mets tomorrow for, no, I think they do play today. When and if he's back in the lineup today or tomorrow, he won't even think about it. He'll get right in there and he'll stare at the pitcher and look for a ninety-five mile an hour fastball to to basically. Hit over the fence. I'd be in full panic mode. I, I know you drilled would. in the face again. You'd be backing up as the pitcher's about to release the ball. I would get one of those uh, softball helmets, the ones with the, with the uh, cage. Yeah, with the like looks like a football helmet cage. Yeah, face the, mask. I have, I've I've actually seen more kids wearing that these days. I would. Oh, Jerry, if I had that when I was in little league, I would have dominated because I was afraid of getting hit in the face. Well, you'd have the body armor now. Yeah, and the face shield. You'd be good to go. I'd be much better hitter with Five, confidence. Five nineteen. First segment down. A lot more to go. It's the yeah. warm up show, Al. Yes, it certainly is. Uh, and as you may remember, I'm coming up on my one year anniversary in my new condo down in Bradley Beach, Jersey Shore. Couldn't be happier with my purchase. If anyone's looking to buy or a first time home buyer, check out financing through Carney Bank. I had the best experience with my mortgage loan officer. Very personable, efficient, made the entire process super easy. Visit CarneyBank.com for more information and benefits of their first-time homebuyer program. You will not regret it. That's CarneyBank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, we'll get to the Yankees in just a moment. Also, is Eli Manning coming back? If you're a diehard Giant fan, what? stick around. We'll answer that next here on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Number one with Meathead in the gym. All right, 5.26, Thursday morning. We're that close to a summer Friday. Certainly felt like summer yesterday. I don't want to leave the audience hanging because I know that happens a lot sometimes when you tease a story into the break. So I asked the question, is Eli Manning uh, perhaps coming back? And we would answer that after the break. No, he's not. What else you got, Al? That was it? You did a <laughs> fake tease? No, just listen. It's a good question. Is he coming answer. back? And no. the answer is no. No, nothing All to right. it. Well, that's an exclusive. Friend of mine yesterday just, just was. We were talking about the NFL draft because he, like me, doesn't care for it. Yeah, and he said, "Hey, <laughs> once you get to the weekend, you're done with the draft talk." 
And I said, yeah, it's, it's a lot about the quarterbacks. And after that, it's like, whatever. And he basically, you know, he said, you know, it's, it's interesting when you look at New York, like how it wasn't that long ago that Mark Sanchez was the quarterback of the Jets. And now we're a few quarterbacks removed from him. He's like Eli Manning's even a few years ago already. And, yeah. he, and he said, he goes, you know, you look at Tom Brady, any thought that like a Manning could ever come back? I'm like, no. So that's where I had the thought. So you, you had uh, you had an inquiry, and you thought you would address Maybe it Maybe others have it. Right. So I figured I would uh, address that. I don't think people would be interested in that. Oh, well, he's Eli not. Eli Manning so. coming back. I don't think you have to worry about it. The Celtics' Marcus Smart, Jerry, he was suspended one game. What did he do? For threatening language to an official on Tuesday night. What did he say? I don't. They won't tell us. <laughs> I would think in order to get a suspension, you've got to threaten to beat up an official or kill him. Right. Yeah, I mean, I it could be a little bit lighter than that, but yeah, I mean, it's got to be aggressive, I would think. But f- yeah, I would think physical threats. Probably, I will punch you right in the face, something like that. Yeah, and it's probably not the first time it's happened. Yeah, threatening language. I wonder if the referee reported it to the league or if it was caught on microphone. Oh, because you know when an if a referee says to the league, now it's a he said she said. It's all about the he said she said. Bull bleep. Um, but if it was caught on microphone, it's kind of like the Aaron Boone thing. You, you, did you see the John Boy video he posted with the Aaron Boone and the umpire from yes. the other day? I mean, he, he does a great, I don't again, I don't know where he gets the audio from, but you can hear everything that was said. I wonder if something like that happened with the NBA too. If you were an NBA ref, Jerry, and a player threatened to beat you up, would you report it? I would not. I would. I wouldn't because I know at the end of the day he's not going to. He's not really going to beat you up. No. How about this? A player on the court threatens to beat you up, and then you hear he's waiting for you in the outside the locker. At that point, I'd call for team security. Yeah, you're right. In the heat of the moment, if a player threatens to beat up a, uh, yeah, I don't think that's a real threat. But I guess you can't be doing that to no, you can't and all this sort of thing. That's why, and I disciplined. And I love when Boomer says it, like when you make contact with an official. Even if it's not meant in a hurtful, harmful way, it's a line you simply cannot cross. And there, it's right. black and white, and there is no gray area. Right. I like that. When you're yelling at the guy in the heat of the moment or you're going back and forth, it's going to happen. Man, I will. what if it was like, man, I will put you in a headlock and tickle you? That's physically threatening in some ways. Would that count for Marcus Smart? I'm going to have to hang out on that one. If you were threatened with a tickle. Because tickling can be very, very uh, sort of punishing. Are you are you ticklish, Jerry? On your feet or your belly? By your neck? <laughs> <laughs> wow. 5.30 and Al's asking me about being tickled. All right, Jerry. Okay. Let's, uh, I'll do Yankees Yes, instead. answer your question. Yes, a couple of spots, yes. You are ticklish of in a couple of spots. Uh, bottom of the feet? No. Really? No. I'm ticklish right under my belly button. <laughs> what are we what are we doing? Jerry Mike Ford and his mustache hit a home run last night. Yes, he did. I'm on the Mike Ford mustache bandwagon. It looks terrible. No, I love the Mike it Ford looks mustache. Terrible. Because the Yankees will allow you to have a mustache, but he you looks can... like a nineteen seventies porn star. Yeah, but you're not allowed to have full facial hair. So he looks you, awful, dude. If you like facial hair and you're on the Yankees, you have to have a mustache only. Oh, my God. Get rid of it. I like it. It's, it's very dis- 
it's a very like it, distinguishable. It can if you're Tom Selleck. Oh, I love Tom. It Selleck's doesn't work mustache. on him. I'm sorry. It looks like, awful. You don't think there are kids right now trying to grow a mustache to be like Mike Ford? I don't. Maybe one kid, but kids? <laughs> I don't think so. So you wait a second. So you do think that somewhere there's a kid oh, like could in, be somewhere a high school kid somewhere yeah, it's here possible who's like one kid. I love Mike Ford so much. I'm gonna grow a Mike Ford mustache. Yeah, his name is Johnny. You there's, think there's one, one kid. kid. Yes, it could be, and he probably can't really fully grow in the mustache, so people oh, don't it's even, even see worse. it. Then it's cheesy looking. It's just the thin. No, I remember one time I grew out the. I didn't grow a beard, but I let it go for longer than a week. And as you shave, you kind of, whatever, in stages. So I left it with just to see, ugh, no thanks. You were younger, though. You couldn't, maybe you didn't have a full beard. A couple summers ago. Oh. That's all. Oh, really? Yeah. But I, that was it. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, yep, that's gone. So I've decided recently that I need some facial hair now that I'm bald and older. Sure. Because Isn't that weird? Yeah. Because your if, hair goes on top, but it doesn't stop on your face. Yeah, exactly. So weird. And if I shave my head and shave my face, I look like... Uh, Why don't you go goatee? Marshmallow. I think goatee is still from the 1990s. I know Jim Rome's hanging on to And yet you it. like a mustache. <laughs> I know Jim Rome's still hanging on to the goatee. I don't think... I, I'm not interested. Not interested. Don't no. go full beard. You could do it. I'm doing this situation. Growing a beard. Well, I like shave it every... See, it looks like a goatee when oh. you're growing. Yeah, but you have patches. I don't have patches. Yes, Jay's you do. Thick, full beard. No. I've got testosterone it, no, pumping wrong. through my body. Around, around your lips and your chin, it looks full. It's thicker. It looks as if you recently shaved the sides of your face. Yes, oh, but boy. not he, not the it, middle. In, in order to start a goatee. Right. I see. Wow. That's what it looked. That's why I said that. I thought oh. that's what you were doing. No, I'm not it's doing that. It's much darker and thicker around your mouth. Even my head, my face has patches where it's bald. Yes, correct. And, uh, by the way, I saw this on the camera yesterday. Mm. He can say it all he wants. G has a bald spot. Oh, yeah. No, people yell oh, yeah, all, yeah. The, all the time. No, remember he got angry when yeah, we said no, that? Do not he say still that. will today. He it's... legit has a bald spot. Do not say that in front of him. Well, I, okay. Hopefully I mean, he's not listening to the warm-up. The show. images don't lie. Yeah. That's where you first saw your bald spot, you were saying, right? Yes. Your thinning hair. You don't have a bald spot. Very thinning you hair. You have thinning hair. Yes, correct. No, actually, I do have a, a little bit of a balding yeah. spot up there. It's what it is. Yeah, I, will go, right. I will go right to hats. You'll be a hat guy? Yes, because I will be a very ugly bald man. Evan uh, accused Craig of wearing a baseball cap or, or a knit hat on uh, in studio all the time because he's ashamed of his bald head. But he's not, though. Right, that's a Craig I said. think he's just lazy about shaving his head. He says it's just a look he's cultivating and he likes hat. The, he's always liked that hat. He's always been a hat guy. Absolutely. And I that's, that's the route I will go. Now, I have heard, I am intrigued. By, I don't know if Evan's doing the endorsement. Someone is. Yeah. About, you can't regrow hair. Evan is. But where it stops the hair loss. Yeah. Like, if you told Keeps. me this is what it's going to look like. Yeah. I'm You'll good. I would be good with that. But it's like, is it a gimmick? I don't know. It, Evan is endorsing it. Evan does not put his name behind many products. Are you kidding? God bless him. But he does. Here's why I think it's real. I think it's called keeps. I hope it is real. Because they're not claiming to grow you new right, hair. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's going to stop the they're hair saying, loss listen, if you're in bald, its tracks. If you're bald. You, I think I got to try this. You're bald. Because I've got. Hang on I'm to what okay. you got. Hmm. I think I should do it. Hang on to what you got. I thought you were going to go with Sloopy. Hang on, Sloopy. I, they did. Sloopy, hang that's on. where I thought you were going to go. Sloopy is a woman, by the way. Is that true? I think so. 
We're going to come back with that song. That's an awesome song. I like that. That's fine. 534, halfway home. We get you to Boomer and Geo at 6. Have a lot more to do. Aside from Mike Ford's mustache, we haven't really discussed the Yankees at all, so we will get to them. And the Knicks, who won again last night over a terrible Bulls. The Bulls, ugh. Uh, they're awful. Uh, Al's, five... Al's not really interested in talking about those topics. No, we're going to get to those. All right. We have 25 more minutes left. 535. What are we talking about basketball and the uh, Yankees? I'm we ready will... to break it down. Uh, at least a little bit. Somewhat. 535 on the fan. Boomer and Geo. Top of the hour. I'll go away. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Al and Jerry, longtime tag team champions. This is a great song. Good feel good. Sloopy, hang on. Should have saved this for a feel good Friday show. You could have, but it's a feel good Thursday. We always say that. Thursday's a great transition day to Friday. I like the weekends here. I looked at the lyrics to the song. A lot of of F bombs. No, no F bombs, Jerry. This (laughs) one's music was meant something. This is about Sleepy, his girlfriend. Would you not agree that more than more than 50% of songs in the 60s, popular songs, don't give me something from some, you know, some ridiculous group. band you're going to pull out of your rear end. Popular songs in the 60s, more than 50% were about a relationship. Girls and cars, Jerry. This is what we were doing. That yes. was it, right? That was it. Seems you like that. You wrote about a, your, your girl or your car. I feel like it's every time you hear a song and you start to actually break down the lyrics, it's yeah. usually about a bad relationship. You look at the first five Beatles albums, like 98% are about relationships. Michelle. Right. And then you look bad. later on, it gets weird. Well, psychedelic. Strawberry Fields, yeah, right. Sergeant Pepper. That was when Pac-Man, we started doing some, some I am, drugs. I am the walrus. <laughs> Weed. Glass onion. You know, it's like, what? Yeah. And yet, Paul McCartney is still churning out terrible music. <laughs> Congrats to Paul McCartney, yeah. who continues to put out terrible records. Yeah, his muse left him about uh, 1982. Yeah. I, you know what, though? I give him credit. I heard a song today. Yeah. It was a song. It was. It said on my on my uh, dashboard, it said 2020. I'm like, Paul McCartney yeah. released a song in 2020? He put out a whole or album. Maybe t- yeah, I think it was 2020. Yeah. It's awful. I'm sure it is. Oh, my God. Just hit play the hits, dude. Yeah. God, God uh, <laughs> bless you. And it's not like he doesn't. He's got like 100 hits. But that's what Billy yes. Joel did. Billy Joel was like, I'm done writing songs. Just play your great music. I'm good. Uh, yes. He's more than good. He and knew. so is Paul McCartney. I'm out of material. And that's okay. Right, just like ball players, you only have a certain amount of productivity, and it's over. Like exactly. Ringo Starr can still go out, and he's got his all-star band. Right, he plays songs we know, songs we know by heart. I don't think he's writing new music. He is not doing new songs. There can't be new songs by Ringo Starr, could there? I don't know no. if he actually wrote like any of his. Hits I don't think in the he early, did. Yeah, I don't think he was. A but writer. even to say that he's going to try a new for song sure. that someone writes for him, it's not going to go well. I think George Harrison wrote. His song, um, uh, uh, Photograph, that's a great song. My Sweet Lord. All I've got is a photograph to remind me of something. <laughs> My Sweet Lord was George Harrison, yes. Yeah. Jerry. Al. 
I know that uh, it's been tough, tough for the high school kids these past two years. My son's done great, actually. Really? Yeah. Well, he didn't get to do anything. He's done plenty. Just play along. It's been so tough for the high school kids, Jerry. They've had proms canceled. They've had graduations canceled. They've had all sorts of things. But for those high school kids living in the Boston area. Go to Carney Bank. Get yourself a new mortgage and don't rent. (laughs) That's a different part, Jerry. We're not there yet. Jerry, if kids that live in the Boston area get to have their graduation, more than half the high schools will be having their graduations at Fenway Park. Great. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. I would love to have... We had my graduation in a stupid high school gym. <laughs> Ours was on the football field. It was, right? Yeah. yeah Which was fine. Was. I don't, and you know what's funny about that? I We were talking in the podcast yesterday about short-term memory and things like that and not sleeping. When I, I am not joking. I don't remember two seconds of my high school graduation. Me neither. Like nothing. Not a thing. I do remember my college graduation at Jersey City State because it was a horrendous day. And Larry Doby was the keynote speaker, which was neat. But my high school graduation, nothing. I recall nothing either. I just remember it was on the football field. And I remember walking through the parking lot to get to the car. But the graduation itself, not one memory of it. Now, if you had your graduation at Fenway Park, I would Jerry, think I'd remember that. That you would, Plus, you'd have a lot of Instagram, uh, Snapchat stories. Yeah, but so will everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, that's is cool, it really though. special? No, but what sucks is like they said more than half of the high schools in in the area. I think there's like thirty something high schools. More than fifteen of them will have it there. That's great. The other schools had already committed to other places. Oh, that, that, that stinks. Sucks if you're yes. one of those kids. I wonder if Giant. Oh, Giant. You always do that. I wonder if MetLife Stadium has done that in the past. I know and they've the, done colleges. I know the Rock has had graduations for sure. That I know. Yeah. But I don't know about the football stadium. Yeah, Interesting. that'd be cool. I would love to have my my graduation in Like if you're in high school Fenway. in Queens, to have your graduation at City Field, yeah. if you're in the Bronx, do it at Yankee State. It's neat. That it is, is neat. neat. Yeah. Get I, your I name up on when you're when you're getting up there to get your diploma. Sure. Your name goes on the scoreboard. Madison Square Garden would be great. Let's do it there. You know you can rent Madison Square Garden and play basketball? You could rent the garden and play yeah. ball? I didn't know that. What's that cost? I, I, that I don't know. It's not Let's look cheap. into it. It is not. We could do that, but be careful. If Boomer hears us, we'll be playing charity <laughs> basketball soon. Thursday nights at 9 Let's p.m. Let's go. Right, when the Knicks aren't playing or the Rangers are yeah. off in the summer. Yeah, I think you can. All right, so that's cool for Boston area children's. Uh, if you work at the NFL, you're due back to work on May 24th to the office. Okay. Oh, that's got to suck for some people. They got that email yesterday. Did they They've think been... they'd be home forever? Yeah. I think people thought they'd be home forever. Well, I do know. I'll use. <laughs> <laughs> In some cases, they will be. Yeah. But more than not, you are going you're, to go back You're at going some back. Point. Yes. I mean, if you, I'll give you a, an interesting scenario, as Craig would say. What's the, what's the scenario? Let's say our rent, our lease was up here. Mm-hmm. If you're the boss, oh. would you keep this place? I would have never put this place in New York I, City. I, that's not the question. I would have put it that, in but some that's not what I asked run you. down town with low rent. No, we'd just go to Secaucus and not run down at all. It's perfect. Secaucus. Let's just say, for instance, the, rent, yeah. the lease was up and you had to make the decision. I would not, no. Would I, you tell the salespeople you're going to work remotely from now on and you could save a fortune in, le- yes. in, in rent money? Yes, I would. Yeah, but I don't think that's the case. Right. 
But it's an interesting question, though, for I would think a lot of companies that are running into that. If I was a company that was building a building right now, I'd be, halt construction. Oh, that's not happening around here. Yeah, I know. I keep saying They are still a go. They're still a go. I know. Once you sign those papers, you're still a go. Now, in the Boomer and Geo studio, you can't, the windows are covered because you can't see out. In my studio next door, I still have the windows, and I have the office building next to me. And so when I used to go in there, when I was working with, whether it would be... Well, I guess it was uh, Joe and Evan for the most for the most part middays. I would go in there and do the updates, and this is before the pandemic. And I mean that office building, you would see just dozens and dozens of people. It was buzzing. It was, and every Friday there's the one window where they would bring the donuts and the coffee, and the people would get together and blah 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 blah. You still look over there now, Al? It's empty. Still, there's and, no one there, and the world moves on. Yeah, well, that's been my point. Once you pass, guess what? The world doesn't stop because doesn't you're gone. Stop, right. It does not. Life which moves is, on. Which is one of your philosophical things that you've it's been saying for years. It's not philosophical. It's just real. One day you're here, the next you're dead, and life moves on. And you're forgotten. I've got sour shoes seeing uh, photographed to me off the air. That's, that's just FYI. <laughs> Great. Just tell them don't call the newsroom because I'm not picking up. I remember uh, Maringo Star also had your 16. Yeah, you're beautiful in your mind. He should go to jail for that song. Yes. I think he still does that when he goes out with his all-star bag. It's one of his hits. Got to do it. That is a hit. You could just say. Well, let me ask you this, though. Hold on a second. In fairness, was he 16 when he wrote it? He was 46. When he wrote it? Oh, God. (laughs) That's not funny. No, he's probably about. He was probably. I don't think he wrote that either, but he was. the, The character. Mr. Amis does characters. The character in the song was probably like 17. All right, so let's see. When was this released? In the 50s, when it was when uh, it was cool to date 16 Do you think it was the 50s? I don't think it was the 50s. Uh, 1973. Oh. This was beyond his Beatles days. Yeah, he was like, so what? He, but, uh, Al, he might have been 46. Right. But maybe he was singing in character, Jerry. Like Mr. Amis, he does characters. <laughs> Ring, Ringo Starr is how old right now? If you were to guess, is he 82? He's 80. You're 16. So in 1973, 27, he was 42. There was a lot of songs about 16-year-olds back then. There were? Sweet Little 16, Chuck Berry. And then he was old. She was just 17. Just 17. Yeah. Back then, uh, we sang about teenagers. Let me ask you this, and I don't know the answer, so I'm being honest when I ask. All right. Did the adult age change, or was it never, ever not designated. What do you mean? Well, now, 18, you're legally you're an adult. An adult. Yeah, when know, did that become a thing? Good question, Jerry. It's fair. Because uh, when people would get married at like 19 and have five babies, and we don't Correct. do that anymore. That, and in some cases, 17 and 18. Right. You'd get married very young. Now, if somebody has a baby at like 24, we're like, was it a mistake? <laughs> what was the, what was were they it thinking? An accident. There's, meantime, Al's uh, Al Sal's forty one, and he thinks his life is over. <laughs> and when I, I look at Sal, it's like a, I'm like, look at this young father. He's forty one. <laughs> He's Wait, a young father. You're also fifty one, still trying to figure out if you want to have kids yeah, or not. So that's <laughs> right, true. we're gonna take a break. It's five fifty one. Uh, Al's got something for you. Then we'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Who is sick of paying rent? Why would you rent? Buy a condo or a house like I did. I did that a year ago. Feels great to build equity in my own home. If you're looking to buy or are a first-time home buyer, finance through Carney Bank. They changed my entire outlook on the mortgage process. Also, their first-time home buyer program offers savings like a 30-year discounted rate and down payments as low as 5%. Don't hesitate. Visit 
CarneyBank.com. That's CarneyBank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Odyssey Sports Minute. It's Amy Lawrence on the Broncos, still trying to find a quarterback, then Boomer and Geo. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Hi, welcome back. Yankees shut out the Orioles. Mets were shut out. They stink. Knicks won. Al go. Warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. Jerry, fans uh, last night again were booing Francisco Lindor. Well, yeah, he doesn't hit. Boo. He struck out two more times. And prior to that, uh, they they booed him uh, the game before that, and uh, they had uh, caught up with him. When you realize I say he's they... batting two o two. Two o two is that not good? You need at least uh, three hundred, right? You Jerry? think that's good? No, it's terrible. You suck. You suck. He's making more than a third of a well, not more. He's making about a third of a billion dollars. He's making one billion dollars this year. Unbelievable. A lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. They did ask him about the booze, and he said, "I enjoyed this quote, Jerry." He said, "Quote: It's interesting and it's funny." And it sucks. Yeah, I think that's all fair. And then he went on to explain why it's interesting, why it's funny, and then why it also sucks. Okay. You I'm wanna, not a big you, booer of players. I'm not either. Boo. I'm not either, but you have every right to when a guy's making that kind of money and is giving you nothing. The only people I boo, Jerry, like I would boo a wrestler. Because wrestlers, you know. You fake. suck. You suck. Get out. Get out. Like wrestlers want to be booed. It's And it's also not real. Wrestling? Tell that to the injured wrestlers, Jerry. I, I, no, no, no. I didn't say what they J- do is not difficult. Jerry, tell that to it John. Is scripted. Tell that to John Stossel of 2020. Stop who it. got smacked upside the head it's by Dr. D. David Schultz. With Yankees baseball, Mets basketball, and the NFL draft.